Welcome to episode 44 of the Dare to Dream Bigger podcast with me, your host, Claire Yosa, mentor to passionate world changers. Now, I am so excited today to get to interview for you somebody I personally have paid to work with. That's how much I value Sandra Palachik's work. She's inspired me to step up to the next level, both through her work but also through her walking her talk. And that's what we're going to talk about in today's episode. So if you're a closet introverted entrepreneur and the thought of going live and being visible and getting your message out there leaves you quaking in your boots or just feeling a tiny bit nervous, you need today's episode. She's going to be sharing with you exactly how she does it, some of the insider secrets on how she helps people, and the one thing that's made the biggest difference each time she needs to step up to the next level. And then listen on after the end of her interview, because that one thing is so important. I'm going to share with you step by step how you can do it too, and how you can avoid the biggest mistakes that most of us are making when we're doing that. The show notes for this episode with all the resources you need are at claireyosa.com forward slash podcast forward slash zero four four. Welcome, Sandra. It's so good to get to talk to you today. How are you? I'm really well. Thank you so much for having me. You're very welcome. Now, I'd like to start off, for those who maybe don't know what an introverted entrepreneur is, how would you describe it? I would describe it as feeling... Hmm, that's a really good question. I would describe it as um, really having to protect your own energy, especially when you're networking online. Mm -hmm. I think it can get really overwhelming by all this noise which is out there, Uh, all these people constantly bombarding us with all the information and all the messages, and it can get really overwhelming. And what I've seen happening Mm -hmm. for myself was that rather than engaging in groups, rather than doing the networking in groups, I was hiding because it was just getting too much. So that's really my definition of an introverted entrepreneur, that we have to protect our own energy when we're going into this crazy, crazy online uh, networking world. Mm. Absolutely. And I know you and I have talked about introverts a lot in the past. Mm -hmm. And for anybody who's not clear, we're using not introvert in the term of shy, because you can be really confident and outgoing. It's about where do you get your energy at the end of a long day? If somebody says, hey, come to the pub or a bar and a party, does every cell in your body go, no? No! (laughs) Or does every cell in your body go, yes? (laughs) If it's the no, you're running an introvert path. Yeah, yeah? definitely. (laughs) Absolutely right. So Sandra, you have specialized in this Mm -hmm. and how do you find it affects the way people run their businesses? It's a make and break decision mm-hmm. for most of my clients because they realize they see all the opportunities which are out there by putting yourself out there online. And most, not all of them, but most of my clients are online. And mm-hmm. um, they're seeing all these opportunities and all these courses and programs and marketing and sales funnels are being sold and it looks so easy mm-hmm. and you invest in all these programs and then you're like why is this not working for me it's because you know it can get so overwhelming and for my clients it is a make or 
great decision to say, okay, I'm just chucking it in because I can't do this. I just want to hide. Or am I going to give that a go on my terms? Mm. And I think, you know, that's really the, the important part which I want to bring across. There are great programs out there. There are loads of marketing and information and you can Google like everything. But you have to make it work on your terms. Mm. Yeah. And I love what you said earlier about it's looking at how you how you spend your energy, how yes. you use your energy. And yes. For me, as an introverted entrepreneur as well, I know that if I'm going to do something live, for example, like a webinar or a live stream, I actually need to plan what I eat, yeah? <laughs> even what I drink. If I've had coffee, which can shake my energy, I don't have enough energy to go live. I then need to hide. Yeah. <laughs> if I've got a day up in London running a mastermind, I need to make sure that for a few days beforehand, I don't have any big commitments. Yeah. 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 And I need to make sure when I get home that evening, I don't have anything booked. Yeah, absolutely. And it's, it, it sounds really silly, but when we, when you're talking about these live streams, I mean, mm. I usually don't do more than probably three client calls a day. And mm. um, I couldn't do a live stream. Yeah. It's, you know, three hours you spend and then you're like, Oh, it, which coming from the traditional nine-to-five mentality yeah. was not an easy thing for me to realize and to implement, but it just doesn't work. It no. just doesn't work. It doesn't work. And it's so great to be able to give yourself permission not to have yes. to push through that pain, yes. yeah, because you won't be in flow. You won't do your best work. Yes. And I know so many entrepreneurs are running this introverted pattern I know mm -hmm. back in my corporate days I used to have that cubicle thing yeah mm -hmm. open plan offices my idea of hell the only time <sighs> I could work was seven in the morning before everybody got yeah. there yeah <laughs> and now I've got my own office and I can switch the phone off yeah <laughs> I can put everything on do not disturb yeah <laughs> that's my idea of heaven for an yes. hour yeah <laughs> yes me too <laughs> so Sandra, tell my listeners, what are you currently working on? What needs are you seeing in the entrepreneurial community right now? Okay, so what I'm currently working on is probably something which I'm always working on to really help people to become or to feel very confident in being visible on their mm -hmm. terms. So I've been running a free challenge for ages, uh, which I've just revamped and making it a 30-day challenge, wow. free 30-day challenge. Um, just because I wanted to make a statement, really, that you can go out there and be visible um, on a consistent basis and just taking all the information, everything which I've learned in, the, in this past like, four years or something and making it into a bigger challenge. Mm -hmm. But my baby really is my club, which is the Fearless in Life Club. The reason why I set this one up was that I wanted to make business mentoring on your terms super, super, super accessible mm -hmm. to my people. Mm -hmm. So something which I've seen um, over the last couple of years, and, you know, I've done the same, was the traditional, you have a free thing, then you have the medium package, and then you have your high-end masterminds and your high-end programs. And I just made that decision that I did not want to do that anymore financial decision was not really you know, great <laughs> uh, with this one but I just wanted to make like 
business mentoring accessible for people who need it right now, mm. for people who already invested in the big things and didn't get the return on their investments. I'm not slagging anybody off. I'm not, you know, saying those never will work because they do. Mm. But I found that for my people, it just takes them a little bit more time mm. on a consistent basis to get to the results they want, which maybe, you know, wasn't covered in the three-month high-end program or in the yeah. six-month. Um, so I'm kind of carving myself out there a little bit of a niche maybe mm -hmm. um, to do business mentoring for introverts on a consistent basis. Fantastic. And you're absolutely right. So many people who are running these big high ticket programs are hugely confident. Mm -hmm. They've got a very strong um, extrovert characteristic mm -hmm. running and what works for them will not necessarily work for somebody with the introvert preference but we don't know that we think we're a failure we blame ourselves we don't um, realize exactly. there was something underneath that the program never told us yeah yeah <laughs> exactly and there's nothing wrong with you there's nothing wrong with you you are not broken you nope. just need to handle it a different way yeah exactly and <laughs> You know, and the, this is something I feel so passionate about and to get that message out to say, you know, mm. what works for somebody else might not work for you. And you're going to have to put that dirty, hard tears and sweat work into that to find your own way to make it work for you. And, you know, again, there are some great programs out there and it works for a lot of people. I found that for most of my people, it doesn't. <laughs> I've had that experience too, both with my clients and with myself. Yeah. I'm with you. Yeah. So what would you say the movement is that you want to create in the world, Sandra? I just want you to go out there and share your messages and make <laughs> your businesses work for you on a financial level just as much as on a you know spiritual or fulfillment level mm -hmm. um i am a very old-fashioned traditional business mentor and yes i do work with excel spreadsheets and pnls and intention settings and goal settings and da, 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 da. but at the end it really comes down to you sharing your message mm -hmm. in a way that feels authentic authentic is like the buzzword of the century but i still use it yeah. and like it in a way that feels authentic to you And if, because there's this tendency to hide and this tendency to compare yourself with others mm. and this tendency of, you know, who am I putting myself out there? And if I can just inspire business owners to go out there, put the work in on a consistent basis, the world is going to be a better place, right? So this is where I, I kind of see my, my work going. That's fantastic. And if you're listening to this today or if you're watching the video, one of the things that's really super important here that Sandra's saying is that when you are an entrepreneur and the business is mainly you, the business is you. Yes. If you're hiding, the business is hiding. If you're yes. scared, the business is scared. If you're doubting yourself or you're not wanting to be visible, your clients will sniff that energy just like a dog can sniff fear. Mm -hmm. So if you were running a large business and you had lots of employees, this will be less of an issue because you'll have those motivations to pay the salaries each month. Yeah. I mean, you'll force yourself through. If you're sitting in your office, mainly on your own, 
the mind can start telling itself those stories that mean that you desperately need to take action to change the way you're approaching things. It's so easy to go down that spiral, isn't it, Sandra? It is such an important message to get out there because you are your business. And sometimes you don't feel like showing up. I don't feel always like showing up and, you know, going on live streams and doing these interviews and <laughs> no I don't but there comes that time where you really have to put your business hat on mm-hmm. and you know make the business a priority you know at the end of the day there comes that time you have to make that decision if you're just kind of fluffing around or you are running a proper business yeah. so um yeah hugely important mm-hmm. message if you are your business Absolutely. Absolutely. And what you're saying is spot on, Sandra, is it's a really tough conversation to have with someone when they're taking that shift from running what they think is a business. Mm. But actually, it's a very expensive hobby Yes. to running a business. And yes. it's not nice feedback to get. <laughs> I know. <laughs> but, but it makes the difference. That yes. is a difference. That CEO mindset, isn't there? Yes, definitely. And, you know, I, I often describe it to my clients as give yourself a job description. Yep. Like, first bullet point, be visible. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, and, you know, this is what I see is probably the hardest bit when you're doing something you're so passionate about and you're so passionate about helping people and you're so passionate about your own expertise and giving, 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 it is tricky sometimes to put yourself into that business hat um, perspective, but it has to be done if you want to run and lead a sustainable business. That's the key. Now, one of the things I'd like to talk to you about is has there been a time in your recent work where you've had to stretch a comfort zone, where you've had to step up and be more visible, where you've really had to walk your talk? Oh, when do I not do this? You know? <laughs> yes, there was a time and uh, I know you know a little bit about mm. this one, but there was a time when um, about three months ago, I was just finishing up with my latest or yeah latest one-on-one client and there was this time where I usually would run from launch to launch to launch to launch to launch mm. another group program another mastermind another 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 mm. and I thought no I don't want to do any of this I I want to run a monthly membership community mm which required me to show up every day, which required me to put on new training every week, which required me to be there. And for me, that was a huge commitment to take because there is no room for hiding. Mm -hmm. There is absolutely no room for hiding. These people trusted me. There are people paying me. Uh, People are there expecting my help like pretty much every single day uh, apart from the weekend you take off over the weekend but for me that was that was just to be committed to something like that where you know I'm all about sustainability I'm all about consistency walking my talk mm. by putting on a monthly membership community rather than mm. what I used to do three months mastermind here four week group program there you know in, in the middle like 
not having to show up in a big way <laughs> because I just finished this one and yeah. the new launch doesn't start until next month. So I'm just going to take a few days off, you know, mm. um, and I can't do that anymore. And that was a huge commitment, which mm. I had to take, but I like it. <laughs> That's fantastic. So, so how did you get through that comfort zone? I made the decision to. Mm-hmm. I made the decision to, well, I had to decide for myself, where do I see this going? Am I going to, you know, be another online entrepreneur whose business maybe is dying out next year or burning out from going from launch to launch to launch mm-hmm. to launch? Or am I, you know, what kind of legacy do I want to leave? Mm-hmm. Um, and it was almost like, you know, I and it's hard to do that, especially when you're doing something comfortably for a really long time. Mm. Um, but I don't know. It was probably I'm, I'm turning 42 in October, and I always have like a couple of months before before my birthday. It's like, no, no why have I actually done this year? You know. Um, so it was this decision of what kind of a legacy do I want to leave and. How do I see myself working with my clients over a longer period of time? Mm-hmm. And that's really how I made that decision. And obviously, in true like me style, I just put it out there. And before I could change my mind, people signed up for it. <laughs> okay, then. So, yeah. But this is something, you know, I practiced over the years yeah. to make yourself accountable by putting mm-hmm. yourself out there and, you know, validate your ideas before mm-hmm. you're putting something on there and I had that validation and then I run with it and uh, it was too late to change my mind. <laughs> <laughs> so it, it all came from that decision. You had yes. made that complete commitment to yes. the decision is I'm really going to do this. Not yes. I'm going to try it and see if it works. I'm going to make this happen. Yes. And, you know, I'm going to make this happen is like the toughest thing you can do tough 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 and it helps if you kind of created that um space or it helps when you spend time on creating a community Mm. which you know has your idea clients in there and it helps if you're already invested in spending time in creating those long-lasting relationships and when you then turn to your own community to your own tribe to see do you think that's a good idea? Um, that validation, you know, goes hand in hand really mm-hmm. with making that decision. But if you are still kind of fluffing around and you're like, oh, I think that's a good idea, mm. it's never going to work, especially if you're all by yourself. Exactly. And back in my corporate days, I know one of the things that got me committed when I made a decision was it went into my list of objectives and it was reviewed at my annual appraisal. Yes. <laughs> There was somebody sitting there saying, Claire, you spent a million euros on research. Did we actually get that back? (laughs) Because the other thing is I would have a team around me. Yes. Yeah. And I would have a budget. And if there was somebody that wasn't in my team that I needed to hire in on a contract basis, I would simply put it in the budget and something else would have to go. Yeah. There was somebody checking up on me. That was my accountability. Yeah. I went self-employed and started running my own business in 2003. And I lost that. Yes. And it took about six months for the habits I had from my corporate life to disappear completely. (laughs) 
Yeah. So you've just given us a beautiful description of how you've replaced that because we need to do something to replace it, don't we, Sandra? Uh, Absolutely. And you are so right. You are so right. I remember (laughs) starting off and I I think I was saying to my husband something like, oh, do you know what? I haven't made a budget for like three months. Mm. And that was my responsibility to look after budgets. Mm. So, um, and when I then, you know, worked with more and more people, I realised that actually a basic thing like a budget, a lot of people don't have that in place. Um, And it sounds like really pedantic, especially Mm. if you're running the show yourself and you Mm. have like one PayPal account or, you know, you have like a pretty straight overview about your running (laughs) expenses. Um, But it's just Mm. one of these basic things, you know, and it's all coming under the umbrella of running the business and not the hobby. Exactly. It's that difference between the business and the hobby. And I know, for example, I've, um, as you know, I've spent six weeks over the summer on a digital detox, not Mm -hmm. going on social media, which is, it felt like having my arm chopped off at first. (laughs) I quickly got used to it. And I've used that time to write my first novel. (sighs) Which it is so I've done five non-fiction books this is my first novel so it took Mm -hmm. an awful lot of inside work so I had a lot of limiting beliefs Mm -hmm. the novel's now gone to the editor who is going to do whatever she needs to do with that 90,000 words to take them to the next level Mm -hmm. and I've done a budget I know exactly how many books I need to sell to break even Mm -hmm. that was quite scary But it, you have to. You have to do the budget. You have yes. to do the plan. I know that if I want it to be in the shops in December, I know exactly when each stage needs to be done. Yeah, I'm about to do something. I'm about to do a crowdfunder campaign to mm. help launch the book. So that is going to give me the accountability. That is yeah. what I'm doing instead of having a boss to push myself through the fear of publishing a story for the first time in my life. Yeah, yeah. and it's not even a short story is that campaign is going to mean that thousands of people are waiting for the book. And it means I'm going to make sure it's as good as it can be. Yeah. And at the end of the day, it's just going to have to happen because I know I won't let them down. Yeah. Whereas I would let me down. Yeah. I would let the fear of visibility, the excuses, not being good enough, all get in the way. Yeah. Yeah. I can not relate to that. <laughs> I haven't written the book yet. <laughs> So Sandra, something else I'd love my listeners to hear about is, is there something recently you've created that you felt really proud of and how did you celebrate that? Well, obviously I created the club. I'm really proud of this one. I haven't celebrated yet. Okay. I haven't really (laughs) celebrated that. I was, because it's a new thing, I was really concentrating on growing and, you know, getting the content, getting everything right and engaging, engaging, engaging. But today's Friday, so I think um, I might have a dance break. Fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> so how do you keep yourself motivated? Because you're a team of Sandra, mm-hmm. yeah, and obviously you work with people when you need them. But yeah. how do you keep yourself going when you hit those points where you just think, you know what, I'm actually done? Because mm-hmm. we all have them. What are your mm-hmm. secrets for getting through those? Secrets? I think I'm just... I'm naturally a fighter. Yeah. Um, I have like a really high tolerance of pushing through because I want to um, and I'm very self-reliant as well. But 
of course, there comes a time where you're just like, it's not worth it. I want to chuck it in. I don't make mm -hmm. a difference. The impact I'm making is like minimal. I don't get a return on my visibility investment. Mm -hmm. Nobody likes me. I think it's really important yeah. to realize that first, you know, I surround myself with people who I can talk to, like on a business mm -hmm. best friends basis. You're not alone. Yeah. And I kind of realized that fairly early on that we're all going through these things and yeah my business best friends usually tell me something like just get over yourself or take a day off and then I see you back tomorrow and it's mm. I think it's so important that even if you're running your business by yourself to have people around you maybe even in your physical environment my mm. husband is doing a brilliant job in doing that too and but have people who get you where you can just go And I'm not talking about sharing it all over on Facebook because that's not something we do, right? Yeah. Um, but have these people there to just get the support of people who like you and who believe in you. And they will kind of help you mm. to push through on these really, really tough days. That's absolutely key because you miss the water cooler moments or the coffee yes. machine moments from yes. corporate life, yeah? <laughs> yeah. Where are the staff parties? <laughs> Even for us introverts, yeah? Yes. <laughs> there's something I really want to draw out that you said there that I want to make sure if you're listening to this now, you don't miss, okay? Sandra said, surround yourself with business best friends who believe in you, mm -hmm. okay? Because most people, I believe, deep down inside are nice people. A lot of people suffer with comparisonitis and jealousy. Yes. Make sure you don't have anybody in that network of business best friends who is secretly jealous. And it's mm. an experience I've had in the past where there was somebody in a group in a mastermind I was in that actually used to undermine me on a regular basis. And because I only went there when I needed help, I mm. fell for it. And that set me back. It taught me a really valuable lesson. If somebody doesn't believe in you, And if they're not there to really push you through the comfort zones, to support you, to celebrate your successes, they're not really a business best friend. Yeah. Even if uh, they look like one, yeah? I so agree with that. Totally <laughs> agree with that. <laughs> It happened to me too in a paid oh, mastermind. And yeah. um, I think, you know, especially if you invested in something, and again, they're great masterminds out there, but if yeah. you invested in something, it's just so disheartening. Yes. Um, especially when you're invested so my business best friends are really people who who have nothing to do with my industry as well yeah they get it but they work in different spaces as well and that sometimes really helps to get your perspective right I absolutely agree. I'm part of a mastermind and all of us are in totally different industries. Yeah. It's amazing the ideas you can bounce from different <sighs> industries and cross-fertilize. Yeah. They come up with ideas that I never would have dreamed of. And yeah. I know, for example, we're meeting again on the 2nd of October and I've got something really exciting I'm doing in October. I want to get their feedback on. I know that by sitting with them for a day and having that hot seat, they're going to help take that idea to the next level. But more importantly, they're going to know what my commitments are and they're yeah. going to harass me. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I know. We, I, have a, I have an accountability partner. We check in every morning and every evening with yeah. our lists, like accountability lists. And sometimes that comes to stage where like, 
I, I just don't think I want to post this list. But of yeah. course I do it. And of course, you know, it helps so much just to have somebody there to be acknowledged for the work you do as well. Exactly. And I'd like to say for those listening, it's okay to have this. Yeah. You don't have to do this all on your own. No. Yeah. There's a support network out there waiting for you. And if you just set your intention of, I want to find my business best friends, you'll find a way to find them. Yes. They'll come and find you. Make sure it's people you can trust who get you excited about their dreams as well as your dreams Mm -hmm. and allow them to hold you accountable. Yes. (laughs) It's so important. So I'd like to ask a quick question about how do people know when they're ready to work with you, Sandra? What are the symptoms they should be looking for? The symptoms, the symptoms. Um, Most of my clients find me obviously through the challenge, but regardless of that, most of my clients have been through um, a lot of the programs. They've invested a lot of money in coaching Mm -hmm. and in mentoring and in masterminding, and they find themselves maybe a year, maybe two, maybe even longer years down the road, asking themselves, why am I not further with this business? Why is this not working for me? Maybe, you know, I need another program or a course to show me. But then they realize, actually, already all know this information. It's information overload. And they wonder for themselves, like, is there a way I can make this work for me? And it's really this realization of, you know, this is not working. Why is this not working? Is there something wrong with me? No, there's not, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to make this work on my terms, mm-hmm. in it, my way. Is there a possibility to do that? And that's where I see a lot of my clients are coming from, from that realization. And, you know, I'm very specific with the people I want to work with. I have no, no problem in being super specific about the people I want to work with because they are introverts. They are not shy. They're very passionate about what they're doing. They know what they're doing and they want to find a way to do business on their terms. And I talk about this all the time um, about, you know, is this you? Is this you? Is this you? Is this you? If, if it's not you you and me are not good match it's just not happening um so yeah that's kind of where my clients are and that's kind of how I want to find my clients as well so how can people find your 30-day challenge Sandra it's on Facebook I practically live on Facebook (laughs) it's called um the go life to thrive challenge for introverts Okay. And I will make sure that the link to that is in the show notes. Okay. Um, is you. there a way if anybody's not on Facebook that they can find it? Is there a URL via your website? Yeah. Or what's your main website? It's uh, My website is fearlessandlife.com and the challenge is under forward slash challenge. Perfect. <laughs> so I'd like to thank you so much for taking the time to hang out with me today. As always, it's an utter pleasure to spend time with you, Sandra. And I've got a final question for you. If you could give one piece of advice to everybody listening and watching to our interview, what would it be? One piece of advice. Oh, where do I start? Honestly. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe the one thing that you wish you'd you'd known five years ago. Um, It's always your decision. 
it always mm-hmm. comes down to making the decision to show up in a way that feels like you or not. It's always your decision. I think Thank that's you. the biggest piece of advice I want to get out there. <laughs> Thank you. And I know a lot of people listening have already got Dare to Dream Bigger. And Sandra's actually interviewed in it. So if you've got your copy handy, you can find her on page 241 in the hardback edition. (laughs) And if you've got the Kindle, you can search for the three biggest myths about visibility. It's a really useful summary of the traps that most of us fall into when it comes to being visible in our business. So make sure you don't miss that. Her website, fearlessandlive.com. Go and check out her work. She's got some fantastic resources in there. And if you've got any questions, go and connect with her via Facebook. I'm sure she'd be happy to help you. And if you found this interview useful, please don't go anywhere. In a moment, I'm going to take you through the inside work that Sandra did to create what she's been creating. I really hope you enjoyed that interview with Sandra Pilarczyk as much as I did. And I want to pull out for you one thing that's been critical for her in her path and journey over the last few years. And she told you it as well in her final piece of advice. It's having made that decision. When you're running your own business and you no longer have objectives and appraisals and a boss to hold you accountable, it's so easy for us to let our dreams slip and slide. And if you take one thing, well, two things, in fact, from this interview with Sandra, I'd love them to be one is you're not broken. There's nothing wrong with you. If what you're doing in your business isn't working for you yet, there's still so much that you can do to turn things around. Okay, you might just need to do things in a different way. And number two, is the power of making that decision. Now, if you have the Dare to Dream Bigger handbook, then you'll find on page 21, I talk about the three-lettered word that changes the world. You can search for that phrase if you've got the Kindle version. That three-lettered word is yes. When we say a true, genuine, heartfelt yes to creating something, we're pretty much guaranteed we'll turn our dreams into reality. We'll take the actions, we'll make the decisions, we'll get the help, we'll do whatever is necessary. But here's the thing, most of us let our fears get in the way of that big fat yes. So instead, we run our projects on a maybe and a hope. And you'll find on page 296 in Dare to Dream Bigger, I talk about the most dangerous commitment trashing word. If you don't have the book, you can get your copy now at dreambiggerbook.com. And in case you don't have it, that word is try. Okay, so I want you to try this on for size. I really want you to create the experience here. Think about something you really want to achieve that maybe you've been putting off or feeling scared about. And just say to yourself, I'm going to try to do that. I'm going to try to do that. Just try that on for size and notice how it feels in your body. I'm going to try to do that. What kind of thoughts come up? So I want you to shake that off if you're driving, be safe. <laughs> now, change that phrase to, I will do that. I will do that. How different does that feel? I will do that. What kind of thoughts are coming up? 
Sometimes you'll find the unconscious mind throws up all the fears and worries and excuses when you say, I will do it. It gives you all the reasons why you can't, which is great because when you have those reasons and that clarity, you can do something about the blocks. They don't have to get in the way anymore. When we say, I will, instead of I will try, we know it's much more likely to happen. I'll try to get that report done by Friday. We all know it means it probably won't be done. We're giving ourselves permission to fail. We're making a choice from the place of fear. So when you say yes to that dream, that thing you really want to create, that experience you really want to have, the next stage Sandra recommended is accountability. And in step four of Dare to Dream Bigger, we talk about your dream team. We talk about your mastermind, how to find your business best friends, those that are going to cheerlead for you when it's going well, who are going to point it out if you're heading in the wrong direction and who are going to support you and believe in you. It's really worth looking at that chapter and seeing what kind of accountability and support you could get yourself. There's also something on page 174 about the best bit about your big why. And in it, I talk you through how being totally connected with a big why, a reason for doing it that's bigger than you, can help you push through those blocks and those fears. The whole of step six in Dare to Dream Bigger is about your commitment. There's a great interview with Lorraine Dalmeyer from Formula Botanica Skincare School on page 291 and how she keeps going and has the commitment to do things that would previously have scared her. And also there's a podcast episode you need. It's episode number eight of the Dare to Dream Bigger podcast. You can find the show notes for it at clareyosa.com forward slash podcast forward slash 008. That's C-L-A-R-E-J-O-S-A dot com forward slash podcast forward slash 008. It's how my favorite Sanskrit word can keep you going even when you're not in the mood. And there's a free workbook for you to help you with making those yes decisions and cranking up your commitment. So there's plenty there to help you with saying yes, with making that decision, that complete commitment, working out what accountability you need to keep you going, even if you're not in the mood. And I've got an invitation to you to wrap up this podcast episode today. Is there a project or a decision that you've been putting off? Maybe because it feels a bit scary. Maybe because you don't know if you can make it work. Maybe it's stretching a comfort zone. And I'd like you to say yes to it right now. Press pause on this recording and say, yes, I am going to do that. Make that commitment to yourself. And if you want accountability, come and tell us what that commitment is over at the show notes comments. That's clareyosa.com forward slash podcast forward slash zero four four. That's also where you will find links to Sandra's Fearless and Live Challenge and her other work and all the other resources that we've talked about in this podcast episode. So come on over to the comments. Give me your yes. I'll help hold you accountable. We're going to celebrate with you. Let me know how you get on. What is the decision you could make today that will allow you to take your dreams to the next level? And if you found this episode useful, please share it far and wide via social media. Help me get the word out there. And also this week, we are celebrating the first birthday of the Dare to Dream Bigger handbook. I'm so excited. I can't believe it's been a year. It's been such a journey. If you've not got your copy yet, 
dreambiggerbook.com. Go and order it now. I'd love to share it with you. There are so many fantastic resources in the Readers Club in addition to the book. I'd love to get to find out what it is you want to dream bigger with and help you with those inner blocks. And also, I've got a treat for you this week. We're throwing a virtual party. If you want to know what's going on with the virtual party, and there's a fantastic competition, and I'm even doing a live webinar on how to find the time to grow your business, even if you're secretly stressed and overwhelmed, you can get all of that as my gift at claireyosa.com forward slash party. That's C-L-A-R-E-J-O-S-A dot com forward slash party. Go and sign up now absolutely free. It's my gift to the difference you are here to make in the world. 